It doesn't matter though. I think it's see. It is a Viking. <laughs> okay. I'll start. <clears throat> okay. One, two, three. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our podcast where we explore the depths of movies and why you should do too. As usual, I'm your host, Veronica, and with me today is the one and only Tanita. How are you, Tanita? Hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me here. Yes, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, been trying to catch up and updating myself with oh, movies really? since really? I'm not a very movie person to uh, begin with. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. But when I watch something, I want to talk about it. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. That's cute. Very fitting for this podcast, mm. as you can see. So, today's episode, we are going to talk about the most... Not the most. Okay, let me... Like, mm. it's probably the movie that practically broke the internet quote quote when it came out so mm. it's the 2020 coming up age netflix french movie Judy. Yeah, directed by Maimuna Decore. <laughs> Decore? I don't know. Decore, I think. Decore. Oh, she said it better than I did. But yes, I blotched a lot of director's name in this podcast anyway. So you have to be used to that by now. The story begins with the 11-year-old girl from Senegal, Ami, or Amy, who just moved to her new home. She lives in a traditional Muslim household with her mom and two little brothers. As Ami finds that her father is entering to a polygamous relationship, she also explores another side of her world with a group of dancers. So yes, that is the synopsis to Cuties. Um, I don't know if you, any of you know about it, but it's quite publicly criticized, I would mm-hmm. say, the movie. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your thoughts about your movie, general thoughts? About this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's true that I think, um, I would say probably it's polarizing, meaning um, there are a lot of people who likes it as well and appreciate it. But mm-hmm. if you take a look at Google reviews, yeah, it's like the score is one point something. Yeah. For even for, a, even if it's like a controversial movie, I didn't think that it would get like such a low score, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it just, it's the kind of movie that came in the right time where people have certain issues in mind every day and, you know, mm. being confronted with that, they're probably either not ready or take it the wrong way, mm. uh, snap, uh, quick to judge yeah, things, yeah, yeah, for sure. um, which in this case, I'm talking about pedophilia because mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of... Um, a lot of the critiques yeah. um, veer into... Uh, although, in my opinion, I think the movie is so much more complicated, more complex, I would say. The movie is so much more complex and so much more rich in the social discourses that it yeah, offers. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. I think it, like, um, if you, it is kind of unsettling. Like, I think that is, um, I think that's fair for people to say that it is quite unsettling to watch. But I think 
if you go like you set aside those things i think like the director she she mentioned that it was like her childhood too she based a lot about her childhood and she also did a lot of her research on this so i i'm not saying that that's justified just because you did research on a whatever but at the same time i'm also thinking like oh she did present the message pretty well i would say and to like show the different cultures clashing together and how uh ami decided to like go forward with her life and things it it is giving like an actual harsh portrayal but i guess it's also depending on the art form you know like what you Mm. call as art in a movie and things like that Mm. because like because it is quite um it's just quite groundbreaking like when you see something so frontal in front of you like people don't really agree with that kind of thing right especially when it's a movie and it's they did uh do some scenes quite explicitly i would say not too explicit because they don't show all like the unnecessary things but then like because they did a lot of like hypersexualized moves and dances and poses people started to like put a lot of judgment on that Mm -hmm, do you mm -hmm. think it's a fair judgment that they're giving off or is that a lot of like over exaggeration as well Mm. well i think i think everyone has different reason on why Mm. they watch movies and what they expect right yeah um most of the times i think they feel like they're entitled not Mm. not necessarily in a bad way to feel that the message is correct that they're portraying. This is in my uh, opinion only. Um, And sometimes that's that's where the comments and critiques uh, that we see very often comes. Because, by the way, um, this movie has won um, great um, critical acclaimed by you know, a lot of critiques and was mm, mm-hmm. the director herself, Maimuna de Courre, was uh, named the best producer from the Sundance. Yeah, yeah. Um, she got an festival, award for right? it, yeah. Yeah, and that's that was the only reason or probably the main reason why Netflix then take, adopt it as part of the collection. Mm. Um, um, I think what is, hold on, if I go back to my uh, point again, so mm-hmm. people probably expect that it shouldn't be you know this it shouldn't over portray the sexuality of kids or Mm, mm, young women like mm. that young girls like that already in a time where they're bombarded with other influences um um so i think it's partially because of their own expectations why these adjustments come the my my opinion when i watched the movie and now has Differed. Oh. Um, I was more towards the side of disagreeing with the movie, although oh, not see, condemning the movie I see, I see. back then. Mm-hmm. But as time goes, I feel that I'm more in a neutral space. Mm. And I want to touch upon probably two s- discourses that I feel the director is trying to explain mm-hmm. and hits me. Because, mm-hmm. of course, maybe it resonated with some of my experiences mm-hmm. of what I see. Yeah. Uh, and and hear or discuss about with people. Um, one is the idea of sexuality. For sure, yeah. Um, especially in such young girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, and I think this is not really talked about um, in a lot of the critiques, is about um, the portrayal of, you know, a, a trope that the Western 
culture and femininity is fundamentally clashing the Islamic yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. ways of things. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with those two main topics of discourse because that is her life, essentially. Like, she was a Senegalic uh, descent, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a proper way to say it. And like, um, and I'm not sure how accurate it is, but she did had to like go through those. I mean, like, there is a clash in terms of like you. There is uh, differences in point of view and like how they conduct their both their ways. So like, I'm I'm kind of curious actually because I don't come from that background as well. And and by the way, this is also pretty outside of our culture because mm. that one they are living in France, which, uh, to my understanding, and I don't want to generalize, but at the same time, like I do kind of feel that like France is very open to like their sexuality, how they talk about um like love, romance, things like that. The the way they uh open up their culture is a very different one compared to like let's say US who might be a little bit more open but not like they're very in the brink of like political correctness, right? So that kind of conversation is always like circling back on like what is the political correct way to do things or to create a movie or to portray underage children. And if you go back into like where we are now in Indonesia, you would not have that conversation at all. You would have like people just condemning it for the sake of condemning it without like further understanding the cultural background of it. Because in my, in my understanding, I think, I think the French have a more romanticized way of like, uh, art form the romanticized art form because they are pretty they're very pretty uh explorative like they like to explore in this medium more much more than a lot of like u.s types or western movies hollywood movies even the uk they're much more open to just like let's 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 go to the edge and how we can push it you know they're very open to that but yeah, this one seems to be a li- like the the cri- criticisms on it is like a lot to the point that they received like she received death threats for yeah. this movie, which is a little bit too bad. Which is unfortunate. I'm not sure like how, you know, the different cultures uh, level of openness between different countries. But what's really unfortunate was the fact that, you know, this is you're talking about a um, an African um Senegalese French lady mm. um, racially mm-hmm. um, already discriminated, oppressed, or um, looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Now, when she actually, you know, made it, made yeah. something that's actually authentic and meaningful, mm. and and was actually awarded, yeah, yeah. and appreciated by people, um, she was again uh, told to mute herself yeah you know that's, yeah that's the thing that's too bad like w- do you um do you appreciate like a lot of like the the way she basically portrayed the different cultures like between like the traditional household that she uh that ami mm-hmm. lives in mm-hmm. versus the whole like dancing and groups mm-hmm. and her friend group basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think Actually, 
as we're talking about this, I just want to finish up my last yeah, sentence. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, again, we're talking about this black woman director mm. um, actually making something that's close to her, that resonates with her. Yeah, yeah. The only difference is that she doesn't um, use the typical racial narrative as, mm. if, as in, like, you know, black versus white. Uh, but it's more... Oh, oh, okay. It, it wasn't really that that what she yeah, was exploring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more about culture or... And, and not even that. It's a bit of culture, and but more, but moreover, is womanhood and for sure, for girl sure. like yeah. trying to navigate her her identity as a girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. In a new place, or just in society in general. Mm-hmm. It, because of that, you know, it wasn't like a typical black woman, or maybe perhaps an expected topic that a black woman would write. Mm. You see, you see what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really, in my opinion, maybe that would also like, wait, why? Like, why is she writing this? You know, mm. like for example, if if was that movie Get Out? Yeah, Get Out yeah. was written, or the other Twelve um, uh, Years of Slave. You mm-hmm. know, those are stereotypically um, black hero versus yeah, yeah. the, the world, white. Right? The yeah, white race. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus the white race, exactly. But this one wasn't necessarily about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you see like a lot of her friends, like Ami's friends, mm-hmm. they live in pretty pretty good harmony between mm-hmm, each mm-hmm. other, between like the the differences in race and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that was never even mentioned either, mm-hmm. like how that was. And I, maybe that is also due to what she experienced herself, which is very interesting if that's what she really experienced, right? Because like, those kind of things all often pop up in mm-hmm. like racial narratives or like even in the day to day narrative. Yeah. It's always like that's her thing. So yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good observation actually. Like the that she didn't touch upon those things. Yeah. I feel because of that, I don't think people can appreciate her way of looking mm, into the wow. problems. Mm. Because then, you know, it's as if like that's what you're trying what you're trying to um you have to correct from the society, yeah. you know, quote unquote correct. Yeah. Um, you have to show that, you know, you know, we're fighting against a system that's like this, that's criminal, mm. specifically and isolated on an issue of race. Mm. Whereas she's trying to dis- illustrate that, you know, in France, you know, it's not always black and white between, you know, the black being discriminated or oppressed systematically versus, you know, the whites or whatever. Mm. Because even the cliques that is being revered by Ami or Amy was a group of multicultural yeah, yeah. Um, immigrants or uh, families of immigrants as well. Mm-hmm. You, you see one of the cliques is also another black French yeah. lady. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the others, but even the actresses themselves were were um, uh, families of immigrants in France. Oh, that's cool. So Ambi that. itself is uh, Fatia, the actress, mm-hmm. is a Senegalese, oh. French Senegalese. Wow. The other protagonist, the um, Angelica. Uh, Angelica. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, her name is Middle Eastern, um, oh. so she's yeah, also yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. you know. So it, she's portraying that you know in France, there's a group or a, a community where it's not always a clash between mm. race, mm. but here is more of a clash between you know something else, and that is something that. Any any person can talk about it. white a white person can talk about yeah, it yeah, an Asian agreed. person can talk about it you know yeah. a black person can talk about it without having to defend or correct the perception in society I think she's writing as if she's permitting 
she's describing that these things happen and permitting the fact that it doesn't go so perfect mm. in life. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll touch, touch upon that more specifically. I think, um, so let's go from the issue of sexuality, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of the critiques talk about how it's hypersexualizing mm-hmm, women mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I really think that in the core, these are girls who are unaware of yeah. sexuality to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't portray them to like twerking. Yeah, exactly. Right? Agreed. It was Agreed. just like, oh, what is this? Oh, wait, that's like that has a huge, like a large following. All right, then yeah, yeah. maybe we should try. You know, yeah, like yeah. this video has a lot of um, views because of that move, because of that dance move, the twerks. Yeah. Then, all right, let's try. You know, it wasn't like, oh, this is what can get attention. This is what yeah. can get yeah. men to like us. You know, it wasn't yeah, yeah. about it wasn't that. that. Yeah. Um, it was basically this ambitious young woman, right, <laughs> uh, who wanted to dance, you know, and dance is probably in some societies are associated with, you know, bad and negative associations. Yeah, but yeah. here it's just about a competition. It's their a com- competitive nature. Yeah, yeah. Of and girls. Like it was, and also to preface that as well, is that that you don't see them having to have like hypersexual lives, you know, they're mm. not like leading, like, like, even though they're 11 year old girls in the movie, you're not seeing them like leading that kind of lifestyle every single time. They're mm. still normal girls. They're mm-hmm. still like, they like to have fun. They like to geek around. They don't mm-hmm. know what several things are. They mm-hmm. just, they just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. So, like they don't have that kind of filter to say like, Oh, this is supposed to be for like to grab attention, grab people's attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. for like, oh, because I think everyone's saying this is cool. Yeah. Does this is becoming the standard of cool. But you also see like the shift when Ami posted that photo, an explicit photo of herself. And um basically they return that connotation to immediately be like, oh, you're a slut. Oh, mm. we're not. We're, why are you posting that? Our image is over. So those mm-hmm. kind of things suddenly shifted mm-hmm. from a place where of innocence and naivety to like, oh, you crossed the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, even though we never really established the line, but there was this kind of conversation that they suddenly like, oh, know what the parameters are, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is kind of like interesting because they're still kids, to be honest, and like, what is wrong and what is supposedly right like that was never kind of like a standard that they should understand because they're doing the same kind of Mm. things previously right yeah because uh the more i reflect upon it (laughs) as if like i'm reflecting a ton of it but no it's just like (laughs) it hits me uh, Mm -hmm. quite fast but because um and i think this can connect to another point which is um that there's no scene, in my opinion, in the movie that directs or indicates that these girls know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Other than dancing and wanting to win the dance competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They have zero understanding of why chatting with a guy and talk about their private mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. They have no understanding of why taking a photo of someone's in their a guy in the in the in the, in the yeah. urinal yeah is also you know crossing the line you know it's, it was yeah, just yeah, yeah. kids being kids in my opinion yeah. you know or they have no idea 
were, you know, when they found a condom on the, on the yeah. bushes, like, have no idea what that is. Or one of them didn't know what that is and, like, thought it was, like, something fun. Mm-hmm. And the other took a very extreme, like, assumption of, like, oh, you're going to die. You're, you're going to get AIDS. going to get AIDS. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this really shows how, how these are just kids making mistakes or, you know, quote-unquote mistakes. They're just navigating through lives where, where in the adult version, that's how women were um, portrayed in, like, pop culture. Mm. Or mm. maybe... If, if one of the platform that they're using is social media a lot there in the movie, mm-hmm. then social media and yeah. Instagram uh, or Facebook. Um, so I think this is a movie about telling us and maybe particularly parents mm-hmm. that have daughters yeah, yeah. that this is... Your children will be curious, you know? Yeah. Like people will be curious and... and in any point of their life, they're going to figure out or they're going to navigate themselves, try to navigate themselves. And you need to permit them to make mistakes. Yeah. Quote, unquote, mistakes. Again, like you need, you need to let them to, you know, veer out to path that they think was good and mm. then realize that it isn't good for them. You yeah. know, I think there's also a sense of overprotectiveness about how this children should not be portrayed like that, even mm. though in reality, I think that already occurred. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because, like, that's the whole part of, like, the, how everyone, not just, like, women, whatever, Mm -hmm. but, like, everyone is already, uh, they kind of are exposed to, like, internet content where, Mm -hmm. like, everything is not filtered. Like, let's say YouTube kids, right? They, they... even then, that's not, like, the best way to, like, limit people from our kids or young young adults from, like, trying to create their own identity and mm-hmm. things like that. Because, I mean, like, I understand the whole overprotective value and there is some kind of guidance that needs to take place and a lot of discourse between the parent and the, child, and the children. But at the same time, it's, like, it's not easy, like, to just, like, make them in a cage and mm-hmm. hope that they stay in the cage and they yeah. like the cage, you yeah. know? Yeah. You have to, like, they're bound to hate the cage that they're growing up in and they will definitely explore a lot more different mediums, good or bad. And, like, like that's that, that kind of conversation needs to happen mutually, I think, mm-hmm. you know, where you have, like, a certain level of trust that you're able to, like, have this kid do, but at the same time, you're also, like, making sure they're not, like, in critical harm, you mm-hmm. know? Like, because mm-hmm. we all see this kind of pedophilic culture happening in, like, social media as well, where, like, people were catfished or people are, like, immediately, like, in chat rooms or something, you don't know them or something that mm-hmm. you have those things where it is kind of scary. But I think, like, there is, a, like, a trust of, I've taught you enough and like I already told you what I've told you then like this is how you need to navigate through that and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's quite hard for having a parent to just trust your kid and make sure that they're okay but I think that's just life in general because yeah. they have to leave the kid at some point yeah right? yeah the sooner I guess this is this is one of the points that really resonate with me personally because I think 
it, it's very important for a kid to form their a self of a, um, a sense of identity mm-hmm. as young as possible. If they're always being told of what to do by the parents, just because or mainly because the parents think that whatever decision the kids have isn't good enough or isn't what they want, mm-hmm. aka bad, yeah. then you're not allowing that kid to actually explore who they are as a person. Yeah. Um, and therefore not able to form an identity. And if you're older and still oh, don't yeah. know your yeah. your identity, that's where the problem starts rolling. Because you know, you'll get lost in unable to navigate which environment is good for you. Mm-hmm. Um how are you supposed to communicate and relate to each other? So these yeah. are actually very important. And, and sorry, I kind of derailed that to, to that the parent issue. But um, I think this also applies to how many um, parents are so, for example, yeah, paranoid or clenching on like, uh, uh, clutching on like some hope or like um, um, certain orders to their kids in terms of religious orders, for example, in yeah. order for that kid to remain in the religion or, you know, um, um, remain, quote-unquote, pious. Yeah. The, there's, it's never your a parent's responsibility, in my opinion, to tell their children that you have to be pious, you know, or you have to be following this certain religion the rest of your life. In the other day, like everyone is their own individual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not permitting them to make that decision or making quote unquote mistakes is what actually causes all trouble. Not now, but maybe later in life. hmm Yeah, plus it's like I mean, if you're committing to a certain religion and you're trying to trust in it, like how are you supposed to do that if you don't get to know it, you know? Because um, I think the movie is also pretty adamant about, like, those kind of religious practices as well. Like, in the first few scenes where we see them, like, going to pray together, all these women praying together and everything, they they talk about that piousness. They talk about, like, oh, women should be in a certain way. or And you can see how much Ami does not, like, have any interest in it. You know, like, she doesn't, like really care about it she just looks around the room or looks at everyone else like all the other kids playing and things like that so like it's okay I think it's fine to introduce of course it's fine to introduce like your children to the religion that you are practicing because of course that's the household that you lead and that's how it works but then like at the same time you also have to like understand that at one point they don't agree or I think that kind of thing is also like how challenging parenting is you also have to give them the sense of like individuality and like what is because the mother at the end was like oh just leave her be like this is what she like just leave her alone and stuff like that to the auntie yeah I like that scene yeah I like that scene too and like it was it was I, cause honestly, I didn't know how it will end. I didn't know what what this movie is like. Cause I see both things not doing well for her, and Amy does not seem to like both situations from her family to her friends. It seems like there she's not happy with both of them. So I was very confused. Like, where is this gonna lead? Where 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 is Ami's development? Like quote unquote. So when like her mother actually becoming the person, the higher person to say that okay, 
she can do it. She, I can trust her to do whatever she wants. And she, she doesn't even need to go to the father's wedding at one mm-hmm. point, right? So I, I think that was like, that was a moment of like how parenting really entrusts the kid. Like at one point, because like you, of course you guide the kid at a certain age because they don't know the world. Mm-hmm. But at one point, even at 11 years old, you can kind of tell that they want to experience everything. And that's where you have to kind of let them go a little bit, you know. So that was a really interesting scene to me because that shows a lot of belief that she will be okay. Even Mm -hmm. though, like, her mom was already kind of adamant, like, there's a demon inside of her or something like that. Yeah, at one point she was like that, yeah. Yeah, But then she grew out of it. Yeah, so that's an amazing development for her mom to make as well. Amazing leap for Mm. her mom to make. Mm-hmm. To finally decide that, okay, this is, like, my daughter now and I'm accepting her for what she was and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm, this probably goes to the next point about how, you know, womanhood or femininity is betrayed uh, and the seemingly clash between, you know, Western version yeah. of that yeah. and the Islamic version. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, then the main character, Amir... Um, not only is Senegalese French, but also she's, um, oh, I think you already mentioned it. Yeah. Um, a Muslim family. And I think here it's, uh, it's Islam through the lens of Senegalese culture. Yeah. Which is, which I have to say that because every culture interprets religion differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a very specific and, and knowing that it's a very specific case, sh- is important for this case of this analysis. For sure. Um, I think that what I... Although I can f- find reasons a lot, actually, to to understand why the director wrote it in this way, and there's not necessarily right or wrong about why you write certain things, especially because she's a part of the community as well, mm-hmm. the Muslim community as well, what I found it unfortunate is that, of course, people who don't understand it at face value would would see the repeated narrative that this is yet another evidence of how mm. the Muslim culture does not fit the Western culture. Mm. I think what the film is about is simply to showcase, you know, two out of so many different type of models of how women, uh, femininity can be mm-hmm. uh, in any society. Yeah. And of course they have to put two that seems extreme mm-hmm. maybe to propel that motivation from the main character maybe, to yeah, deviate yeah. Yeah. or to explore something new. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, maybe the story isn't strong enough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, or and, and in real life, that happens, you know. Yeah. Usually people who come from, like, who had experience with, like, extreme uh, parenting or, like, you not even, like, yeah. in religious terms. Like yeah, in, for sure. In, like, general, like, say, emotionally or even physically abusive, you know, they would, of course, try to escape, right? Yeah. I think this is also a form of, that, but I wouldn't say though that she's trying to escape. I think she's just trying to look for 
other ways in which she can be happy. Yeah. I think she was, I think this happens to all girls. They project and try to understand how they should be Mm. as a person, as a girl in the society through the lens of their female caretaker, Mm. uh, which is the, in this case, in this movie, is the mother. Yeah. And the mother here is portrayed as this person who is who had to succumb to society's expectation mm-hmm. that she has to be happy when his when her yeah, yeah. Um, husband, husband is marrying again mm-hmm. and that she has to be happy that the husband is going to install that new wife yeah yeah in the room together with yeah, her yeah right yeah together with her in the house um she is portrayed as you know quote unquote repressed um, her voice and desires are muted, uh, and sh- and she's doing it out of um, a mix of you know religious and societal expectation of her, mm-hmm. or even perhaps some people would interpret it as you know what's right to do under the religious scriptures, um, which she doesn't like because you would see her sobbing, yeah, um, yeah. you know, behind doors, closed doors, um, uh, and that's what not what she wants. Um, uh, and that the name, because of Islam, she's not allowed to say what she actually yeah, wants, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so I think on one hand, we're portrayed of, of that as one model, and Amy thinks, you know, Amy, through the lens of Amy, she feels that, you know, that's not the kind of life or woman or position she wants to be in. And so she saw this friends who are seemingly very different from that, right? Yeah, the yeah. Anti- antithesis of that, like yeah, yeah. free, unbound, and um, whatever I say, I will do it. You know, I, 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 whatever I want, I can achieve it. Yeah, I can do yeah. it. Um, no one's stopping me. But then again, of course, like it's... Um, it's a kid's perspective of things because even in, say, Western cultures, not talking about any religious cultures, but just Western cultures in general, you would always have those systematic barriers, mm-hmm. I guess. In like oppression or, or whatever. Or, or maybe not even barriers, like just influence that dictates how women have to mm. present themselves in yeah. society, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of the same. It's just that that wasn't the main highlight of the movie Mm -hmm. and I think that's that would be one of the unfortunate point because then it leaves that narrative yeah that narrow perspective right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because like uh because I do agree with your point that like if it were to be any other case I think they would have that kind of the battle and clash between each other you know that exists I think primarily in every in every situation because like like you have abusive households all the time with with husbands and wives that both disagree with each other or they both are abusive towards each other. And those kind of relationships form what the child would be viewing. And of course, it comes from the home because that starts from the home. And I don't think that Amy personally dislikes the religion as well. That's right? true. The, yeah. the, and that was like very, I think... She was. She's never adamant of like saying like I don't want to go because I don't like what is being taught, but more so because they are hurting the mother basically because she saw she was under the bed when the auntie told 
the mom to like call up the people and tell them about the wedding or something like that or that the husband is marrying another woman and things like that so like because the, and then it's very simple it's a very simple narrative of just like oh i don't like how it's like how it's hurting my mom and i don't want to be like that i don't want to live in a place where i have to experience that and and i think um to also give a context amy doesn't speak that much during this movie mm. like you don't you barely hear her speak mm-hmm. and i don't know if this was intentional but the times when she does speak is when she really adamantly feels a certain way you mm-hmm. know like like oh what do you what do you wish what was what is your dream like and angelica would say would ask her and she would said to never have my father come back mm-hmm. it's because like she knows that it hurts her mother it hurts like her experiences at home and things like that and she goes into an outlet of where she thinks that people are free as you said and happy she see as if like when she sees the friends playing around or dancing they look legitimately happy with each other mm-hmm. and they they don't seem to care about everything else in the world around them and it makes so much sense for a child to just decide that yes i want this life of course like to a household where my mother is not happy and i love my mother and i care about my two brothers but if that's the life that it's supposed to be leading then i don't want any part of it you know and i think this happens not for a child but also for an adult as well like mm-hmm. no one wants that and when she goes towards this kind of path of like dance and like things you can see how like she grapples with that idea as well like oh she has to one up them or she mm-hmm. has to constantly go forward like she has to learn how to dance she has to take the next move she has to be an adult or whatever because she thinks that by being all those things she ends up with that ultimate happiness at the yeah. end right and i think um and i think it's too bad that she had to take that journey to be honest cuz like it's uh, it's very painful and like she had to have so much of her friends leave her she has to go through so much disappointment she has to go through um her own self reflection of like what her friends are because she doesn't necessarily like are super close with the other friends except for Angelica I would say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and because she saw Angelica truly being herself alone in that laundry room when yeah. she was dancing and i think that really inspired her to be a person mm-hmm. like that and then when things are not falling through you get angry you mm-hmm. do such drastic things to achieve that happiness and that makes sense like that mm-hmm. any human would do that yeah. and i think that is a very relevant portrayal of like how are we supposed to navigate a life of things that we need to choose like constantly we need to choose like how are we supposed to live our life and what do we need to leave behind mm-hmm. because it's true if you cuz i think a lot of people don't touch upon this generally is like you you still have a choice in your life to take in whatever toxicity that you can take you know cuz like I don't think people deserve to like feel that much pain if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like of course you have to bear challenges and that's in every people every part of a person's life, but at the same time like there is toxicity that is good for you and there is toxicity that 
like you would have to like take out like a poison you have to take out. Yeah, yeah. And I think there is that kind of message that we're always faced with, even for a child, even for an adult. But yeah, I kind of derailed that a little bit. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Angelica, if in the eyes of Amy, her life is perfect, will the movie portrays that her life isn't perfect? Yeah, exactly. The yeah. fact that she's, you know, quote unquote free and, you know, looking happy and like the popular girl in school, it wasn't because her life was perfect. It was also created out of brokenness in a way, mm. right? There was a lot of parts of the movie that throughout later on in the in the scenes explains how you know her parents are not to, yeah uh, well, correct me if i'm wrong like they're not together or you know they they work in the restaurant a lot or something like that oh yeah yeah they're not around at home at least mm-hmm. and like how you know even dancing wasn't like part of the what their family or one of their parents supported you know mm-hmm. it wasn't like yeah so it's all of these equal level of brokenness Mm -hmm. experience and translate and are interpreted by different girls um, from different cultures race and religious identities yeah and like to add on that is also like to and income levels because I feel like class that's true that's true yes yeah because it's like they are uh, they live in like what a project home they call it a project yeah yeah it was yeah yeah so and then like and the and Angelica lives in the same building as Ami. Mm. And then like I mean they bullied her in the beginning, like homeless, homeless, whatever. But at the same time, like and then Ami um and then like I was thinking like, wait, Angelica lives in the same building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're and then like after a while you see them just like slowly coming together and just being friends because like it doesn't matter at the end, I think. And I think that's what the movie is trying to say as well. Like, regardless of class, you are still facing the same issues. You are mm-hmm. still facing, like, the same hardships mm-hmm. as any other person. Because I think one of the friends with the laptop, I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. She's quite, like, different in comparison. The different mm-hmm. income levels. You can see her house is better. She has a laptop, whatever. But, like, you can see that there's those different levels. But you can still interact and, like, empathize mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no, like, it just depends on your willingness to empathize, you know. It's willingness mm-hmm. to be friends or yeah. willingness to come together or stop harassing each other, which is actually a different topic altogether. But, yeah, like, yeah, I think those that clashes exist. And it, it's kind of sad that we're seeing things in pockets instead of in, yeah, yeah. in just the whole human experience. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, like... Anything. <laughs> wow, that's emotional. Yeah, yeah, I know it is quite emotional. <sighs> it's becoming quite emotional than like I expected it to be because it's quite because yeah. it's quite. Um, I don't know. Maybe because it's also like I don't relate to it personally, just because of the hypersexualizedness. That's where I was. I dissociate a lot from it. But when it comes to like, oh, tense family situations or friends that you can't really relate to too much. That I can understand, but because that this association happens, I'm like, oh, I don't really care about dancing. <laughs> See, I don't really care about these competitions, but yeah, yeah, that's that's where I draw the line. But yeah, so like, um, in terms of like how like social media really changes everything, what are like, do you have like a certain perspective of like? 
what's the take on your like stance for social media? I mean, to be honest, we watched Social Dilemma together, another <laughs> another Netflix documentary, also highly recommended. But like, yeah. we also like see the kind of fallout from that. Like, what do you think of like social media and how it affects the growth of like people in general? <laughs> I don't use social media <laughs> to brand myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do that out of my own volition. Mm. So, but but that decision came when I'm, you know, able to think, right? Mm. I mean, like, it's not like I was a kid and like, oh, okay, I will not use social media. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, so, well, I don't know. I think I think it's something that would, it's like a rubber band. I, I see it as like a rubber oh. band. It's going to stretch all the way, pushing all the edges of, ethics, morale, mm. how we interact with each, each other until it snaps. That's how mm. I see it. Oh, wow. Okay. Just as most technologies or innovation mm. works, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. It will be curiously fun in the beginning. And I think, the and then you stretch it more and then it becomes, okay, well, I think we're, um, having troubles here mm-hmm, and think it's good mm-hmm. and then suddenly it's just going to snap and go back to normal or even like the extreme other side It'll of the break. way mm-hmm. um, if we want to connect it with with the movie again with cuties obviously they are we call it Gen Z is that yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Gen Z so they're already native to the digital world and and I think even looking at some of the most popular celebrities or singers or public figures, and now we call it influencers, they are getting younger and younger. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's crazy how that looks like. I mean, and they're, and to also like reference the movie, they are already seeing things as an 11 year old and already willing to compete even though they are 11-year-olds, like, mm. they don't see that as a boundary of any kind. They just mm-hmm. decide to leap forward, mm-hmm. post whatever picture they want, regardless of what they mm-hmm. think age appropriateness is, you know? So that's kind of, like, how young girls molded with all this influencer culture kind of tangles in together. Yeah, and also shows how the market of these industry is getting younger and younger yeah i can't i can't imagine like if i were to live in that kind of world where you're born in a culture Mm -hmm. of like that like i Mm -hmm. feel like i'm in the preface of it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's like like i'm kind of like in the middle yeah yeah where i'm like i feel it but at the same time i don't because i still i wasn't i didn't grow up with a phone which Mm -hmm. which happens like in the movie as well she didn't have a phone that's true she stole the phone Mm -hmm. So, but then to and the other girls didn't have the phone. Yeah. They didn't have a phone. Yeah. yeah, you only had one phone. One of them had one phone or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, but they immediately knew how to use it. Is a thing that I'm kind of like surprised by. Mm-hmm. She immediately mm-hmm. know how to like swipe up, swipe mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. which which uh which social media to use, publish everything. So that's the kind of thing that I'm also kind of intrigued by, like the fluency of like technology that is happening with young girls and things like that. They just mm-hmm. immediately know and grow from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even that. I think they also like know the style that is cool. You know, <laughs> yeah. cool. You know yeah. like I'd, I'd see like 
as young as like what sixth grade I don't know mm-hmm. seventh grade like you know taking selfies of like pouty lips yeah 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 right or uh what is the other there's like know, the makeup thing filter as well that you the use. filters yeah oh you know the type you know this the way they sit the way they the mm-hmm. photos taken is always mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. cool you know Kylie Kardashian type. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like it's all straight and like flamboyant. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. I guess it's kind of it's kind of scary in my opinion. To be honest, like I don't know how how they I don't know how kids are feeling about this. Okay, like I never ask mm-hmm. anyone to like understand like they how they feel mm-hmm. quote unquote because to be honest, it looks like they're just going along with it. Yeah, you know, it's just like a like a whole river, and they're just whooped about right. the, by that yeah. river, and like, cause like if you're not in it, you're not quote unquote cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And then if you like, and that's the currency that we're talking about, mm-hmm. like coolness is like a major factor in a lot of these people's lives, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like, and I'm not, like, the coolest person in the room. So I wouldn't know how, like, that is, like, an important <laughs> thing in their lives. So it's very, like, hard for me to relate. Mm-hmm. I mean, even before pre-social media, I remember that all the cool kids always have this binder. And the binder has lots of profiles of the kids. Have you ever had that experience? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like a bio or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, nama and then mufa, mafa. Yeah. Which is, like, makanan favorit, favorite yeah, food, yeah, yeah, minimum yeah. favorit. No. In a way, <laughs> that's their own social media already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like their own Facebook. <laughs> but we're always, I mean, in any stage of our life, we're always confronted with that quote unquote mass, well, although different degrees, but like mass influence mm-hmm. that is not always good. Yeah. For yeah, it's just like, I guess it's like this, this movie is hypersexualized, but also social media in general is like, Mm-hmm. Hyper reality, in my opinion. Mm, that's true. That's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, since that's pretty much all we can have for today. Any other thoughts? Anything else that you want to say about the movie that we did not say? I probably have said too much. <laughs> <laughs> like I think um, the thing that I find weird at the end <laughs> was when she jump roped. Oh, I see that as like, <laughs> again, like this isn't about someone who knows what she's doing. She's again, yeah, 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 still yeah. just trying, a kid trying to understand what's going on in her life and responding the way she knows she can, right? <laughs> and of course, it's not the best. And so in the end, she she kind of like went back to that childish nature, which is, you know, let's jump oh, rope. Jump rope, yeah. Yeah, but at the end, um, like I, I find that very empowering and I like that scene. But then, like, she continuously popped on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah, And I find that, like, okay, I know you're trying to take on a message here, but, like... <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out <laughs> yeah. if there is any message there. I don't know what it is. It's like, okay, you're you're still there. You're still there. You're still there. <laughs> There's so many it's times. getting higher and higher. Yeah, like, yeah. We're already, like, above all the uh, apartments. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was there. like, oh, you're still there. How high is this jump rope? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you have any other suggestions for the viewers if any at all something that you think they would enjoy along with this along with that i don't know Mm, since again i don't watch them a lot of movies to begin with 
So, no, not really.、Mm. <laughs> It's okay. That's fine. Oh, oh, I told her before, but like, yeah, I recommend eighth grade for anyone who wants to kind of dwell into the coming of age scene. A lot of, to be honest, a lot of young adult movies are there, like、mm. a lot that deals with coming of age. But I think、um, eighth grade is like a good perception because this is directed by Bo Burnham.、Mm. You know, you know him. Oh, I heard. I okay, I know that movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just remembered that, and yeah, so like, it's very mild. And the story is like literally a documentary of a kid,、mm. and and she's also she's in eighth grade, obviously,、mm. and she kind of had to navigate popularity and how to be cool, quote unquote, and like she also tries to make this YouTube channel, tries、mm. to be that quote unquote influencer, you know. So that is not super harsh because it's very toned down, like a lot of our lives are. It's quite toned down. And so she just navigates that, and I think it's like it's really mild, but very worthy watch. You know,、okay. it's like a nice, it's like a nice watch. That's great. It's not too intense. <laughs> it's not too intense. Great. So, if anyone else,、yeah. if anyone else has has recommendations, I'd like to know. Yeah, for sure, for、yeah. sure. So, and that is it for today. Thank you to Tanita for speaking with us in this podcast. Do you、Thanks、have、so、anything、much. to mention for this podcast? Yeah. So,、uh, aside from Veronica's awesome podcast, there's another podcast that also likes to observe things and observe discourses that perhaps might interest you,、mm-hmm. uh, particularly about Indonesia, and can follow Indonesia in depth. Yep.、Um, The Twitter is Indonesia. Wait, Indo in depth.、Mm-hmm. You can find it on Spotify,、um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Yeah, way way more than this podcast is ever distributed. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. In any platform,、um, you can you have or you can find.、Uh, yeah, we also talk a lot about social and cultural discourses.、Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> check that out too. Yeah, check that out because, <laughs>、um, like, yeah, like, we, I mean, we talked a lot about like other people's works in it. So,、um, in this podcast, so if you like anything about Indonesia, anything at all, I mean, we have covered a lot, and we kind of drop names of Indonesia quite often. So, if you want to learn more, definitely check that out. Especially if you're an English speaker, it's perfect as a starting off point and an end point at one point. So, yeah. So listen to all those. It's fun. I mean, I'm kind of in it. So like, yeah, like I like it. You know, that's why I work there. Anyway, this is great. It's not sponsored by that, by the way. We did have the equipment from Indonesia in depth. Thank you so much because it's so good to have like a nice mic. <laughs> And so yeah, if you want to follow more of this podcast, you can also follow at. Pod on Twitter, and we also have a Discord for all the awesome discussions. And that's it for today. I'm Veronica, and watch more movies, but please do it wisely. Thank you. Awesome. See ya. See ya.